Welcome to CSN, the network podcast. This is Kayvon Cutler with my lovely co-host, Dream Nazario and Malik Hampton. How are y'all doing this lovely morning? I'm doing well, my brother. How's everybody else doing? I'm blessed and highly favored. Y'all know me. Likewise, likewise, man, likewise. Introducing now, we have our special guest here, our first, first guest, and we appreciate him. We have uh, Charleston's own Perrier Henry. How you doing, brother? Bless my brother. Can't complain. What's happening in? Hey. What's shaking, man? The goat. The goat. The goat. The myth. The legend. The man, the myth, the legend. Perrier Henry. <laughs> this is an honor. This is an honor. We're, we're blessed. We're excited to have you on. We appreciate you rocking with us. Definitely appreciate it, bro. Yeah, man. It's it's it's, it's all love, man. It's big love, man. It's no problem. Now coming, y'all know I usually do nothing like this, and I got work with. One hundred percent. That's why you know when we were just going through our strategic plan and just uh, going through the list of potential interviewees. You know, we uh, we locked it in that you know we just had to make sure you were the first one. So it was only right that. You know, we get to go to the city, you know what I'm saying? The people don't get to see you that much. So it's, you know, it's, it's a blessing to be able to hear from you. You know what I mean? So, you know, with that being said, let's let's get to it. You know what I mean? Sir. <laughs> you already know. KC's finest. Look, look. My birthday tomorrow. Look, I know we 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 at the door. Look, we we real close. <laughs> hey man. Gotta love 
I know um, one of the fans' questions that they had for you um, was, you know, what what is it like playing overseas? Let's get the fan questions out. Man, it's dope. I mean, you get you get put in the right place. You know what I'm saying? Both of them countries, like outside of soccer, or you know what they call football and shit like that, like that's definitely the number one sport. But if we you know what I'm saying? Compare like with the atmosphere and things. It's like, man, it's like it's like the big dance in college. Like it's like that electrifying. Like man, they, they love their basketball over there. Like they 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 get rowdy. Like they they get they get on the referees' ass and shit like that. Like oh, we straight right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> Talk how you need to. That shit is dope, man. Like it's they really are in tune with the game, like, and it's it's not a dull moment, like they they fans, they get buck wild for real. Yeah. Very dope. So can you tell us like I guess what the uh so outside of basketball, how is it for you over there? It's another walk in the neighborhood for real. It's, it's peaceful. It's quiet. It ain't. It, it's it's civilized. You know what I'm saying? Like for the most part, I mean, you can find a little bit of any and everything to get into, just like you would at home. You know, mm-hmm. it's people full of life, man. It's just different. It's just a different language for real. You know what I'm saying? They have different cultures, meaning you know, certain places to be open and closed. At certain times, you know what I mean? Like in Spain, it was hard to find a breakfast spot. Like real restaurants don't open up till like one o'clock in the mm-hmm. afternoon. It's like, and then they gonna close right like three thirty, four o'clock, and not open back up till like six or eight. So it's mm-hmm. just like a gap, like in 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 the mid afternoon where you can't really find food to go eat at, shit like this. So. That's what I mean by when, you know, it's the culture and shit is different, but outside of that, man, they got their parks, you know what I'm saying? Just do loyal everything, zoos, aquariums, you know what I mean? Little trampoline parks, just like, you know what I mean? It's, it's some type of entertainment, things you can do to get out the house. It's, it's dope, man, really chill. And that's why America's so fat right now. We don't close the restaurants on close. You can always find something to eat. Yeah, just to get you right. What was you about to say, Lee? Nah, I was about to uh I was about to throw it back. Back to, you know, the upcoming is, you know what I'm saying? Um the homie Mario Black, you know what I'm saying? He say, what's up? He send you, you know, the regards. He told me, he always say this too when we be talking. He said, when y'all was young, you know, when y'all used to play for the Little Eagles, your AU team and whatnot. He said, you told all them, like, you know, from day one when you was hooping back then, like, that's what you was going to do for the, like, for a living. Like, that's what you was going to do. And I just want you know, I got the question, like, did you truly believe that, it, you know, at that early of an age, like, that that's what you was going to put all your energy into, you know, to, to try and become successful? No, nah, that's a real, that's real. 
Well, first and foremost, man, she that Bink, man, that's an original, man. That yeah. love, like, man, his folks helped raise me for real. Like, they gave me shelter when I needed it. Whenever, you know what I'm saying? Damn. Yeah, I believed it. I did. But I think I only believed it for real, for real, because I thought we always going to do that. Like, it was just the energy and the type of people I was around. Like, they embedded that in me. Like, they built my confidence up like that. Like, I thought we all was, like, destined to just do this for a living. Like, I, I always thought, you know what I mean? We was all going to do it at, like, how can I say it? Like, I guess, like, like something like LeBron and them story, how, like, everybody got to pick and choose of what school or whatnot they wanted to go to and, and eventually meet up again and things like that. But, yeah, yeah, man, I, I had that in my heart. I, I, was, I, was, I wasn't trying to let nothing stop me from that, man. I just, it made... It made all the sense to me to exhort all that energy into that because it was it was fun to me, man. It came easy to me in a sense, like it was just something that I could do without anybody. You know what I mean? Like I, I just I didn't need people to play with me. I could always play against myself or something like that. Like I was one of those weird kids, man. So. <laughs> I always had a basketball in my hand, like I, that's like walking down the street, you know what I'm saying, getting from, from school or going to, you know what I'm saying, the grocery store for Mama Dukes or something. Like, man, I, I, I was always having a rock in my hand, dribbling, trying to cross people in, in, in traffic and shit like that, thinking I was doing something. But I guess it really did, you know what I'm saying, eventually, like, yeah. out like that, like, man. Yeah. But all praise and all praise on and be glory to God. Like I couldn't, I couldn't have did that without it, man. Like I just, I thank all them for just really, you know what I'm saying, having my back and really, you know what I mean, rocking with me through my mistakes, my flaws and all. Like, yeah, folks and them really kept me up, kept, kept my hope alive and just, man, made me feel like I could really pull this shit up. Let, let's tap into that like just a little bit more um and uh where you said you know you just thought that you know it was natural that's what you thought everybody was going to do and just being where we're from um i think it's important for people to hear like that story that regardless um of the circumstances like you still tapped in with all these people that you grew up with um, and it just so happened that, you know, life circumstances took people in a different path. But this, I guess uh, my question is how important was the sport of basketball for you to, you know, get, I guess, how, I mean, how did you stay focused, I guess? Because like you said, that was everybody's goal, right? So what allowed you to stay focused to actually reach the pinnacle of your, you know, your goal? Um Man, I really think it was just the, the all that opportunities, man, that was given to me, man. Like I, I remember one of my OGs, man, my old head, he like he 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 would 
interview me for real, like after a game or even a practice or something. Like, and like, if it, he would ask me questions like, you know what I'm saying? How did I feel about the game or like, and he'd check me, like, let me know, like, yo, you being too, too, too wild. You ain't making sense. You talking in circles or, you know what I'm saying? Like they correct me and, and, and little things like that. But I say all that to say basically like I feel like I, I had a good team, a good supporting cast, and you know what I'm saying, a lot of loved ones around me that, that prepped me and coached me up to like stay focused and keep going and understanding like man, you, you, you don't know it all yet. Like, man, there's so much more to this game that you haven't even attacked yet. Like, you can always get better and you can always do this, that, and the third. And for the most part, man, I, I just, I, I try to look at every game or every time, you know what I'm saying, we, we, we playing fives or pick up or what, what, whatever. I always had in the back of my mind, like, man, there's always somebody watching. Like, there's somebody in that stands that knows somebody that, that knows somebody. Like, word is gonna get out. Like, if, if you, you know what I'm saying, make a statement, if you try to, you know what I'm saying, make an example out of somebody. Like, you gotta really, just have that dog fight in you and, and find your style of play. And once you figure out how you really, you know, want to present yourself in between those lines then and find your identity, man, you got to, you know what I'm saying, it's balls to the wall. Like, you got to go all out. And shit, y'all know how, how, how I came up. Like, and I, it was my livelihood. I was already, like, in my head thinking, like, man, this is paying my bills and shit. Real talk after the high school game, I, I got a janitor job. I gotta go clean the shop. You know what I'm saying? Like I got shit. Like it just, I don't know. So I probably just say, man, all the all the all the people around me that that introduced the game to me, and, and, and you know, stay in my corner and walk with me, walk me through it, and just kept hope alive for real, for real. Piggy him back real quick off. You mentioned high school and what you did after your high school games. I know when we were coming out of eighth grade, you know, you could have went to any high school you wanted to go to, right? So I'm just curious, what influenced your decision to go to South Charleston? Were you thinking long haul? Were you thinking like, okay, this is the best program that can help develop me to go to the next level? Or, you know, like what what influenced that decision, you know what I mean, to, to go to South Charleston? Were you thinking, you know, this is the best competition? Or, you know, what, what influenced that decision? Because you see, you know what I mean, what triculated after high school. So I just, I was always just curious, like what influenced that decision? Hey, man, first of all, who do you think he is with that Breakfast Club Mike, man. Yeah, yeah, she, she's hiding hers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Malik or or Malik could be right here beside me. Look, we got got the mic, everything set up. We I'm in the studio, so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> City, you know what I'm saying? It's it's so the bloodline just run deep, man. You know we got family everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. So it was like one. I I had more family. It, it kept nasty. Like I was, you know what I'm saying? My older sister, my older brother, like 
everybody went like to cap. And so it was like, man, I just, I always was that kid that wanted to be different. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to step outside my comfort zone and, and things like that. Like I just always wanted to play against family and shit like that. And also besides something like that, man, my uncle, he took me to go watch cooking and play or heal and everybody. And they was playing South Charleston, man. And the way that I seen Bobby Dawson coaching them boys and, and like, bro, I, I, I remember vividly like tapping my uncle like, unk, like that's that's what I'm used to. That's what that's the type of coaching I need to get me better. Like that's the type of love and the type of fire like that, that matches, you know what I'm saying? me as a person as a whole you know what i'm saying the whole nine and i was, once i found out you know how i could my living situation you know what i'm saying shout out to the spurlocks the whole nine shout out you know what i'm saying excuse me to, to stephanie and, and man y'all know what's up man i, I love y'all for that like y'all y'all allowed me you know what I'm saying, to, to expand and, and to really venture off like that and make what is now a dream come true. But, man, Bobby Dawson, man, and was 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 huge. And Mr. Arbogast, man, when I got to, to shadow A-Dog, uh, one, one, it was probably like the end of school, like one day or whatnot that I, I, got, I got to walk around and shit, I'm following A-Dog, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm coming to school with this man. So y'all already know what type of level and type of time he was on. Like, I was like, oh, he got it made. Like, man, it's, it's, it's love here. Like, there's no way I can get in trouble. There's no way I can't, you know what I'm saying, get comfortable and get right. Like, and shit. On top of that, everybody on, you know what I'm saying? It was just more cousins and more, you know what I'm saying, brothers and just family there like that that was made it even you know what I'm saying? Easy to socialize and get to know people and things like that. So, and Reezy, South Ave, you know what I'm saying? They, they had a big part in it, talking me into it and shit like that. So, man, I, I wish, I, I wish all of us would have, you know what I'm saying, made a powerhouse. Now looking back at it, like, I really feel like it made more sense. We all could have, you know what I'm saying? exploded if we all would have stayed in house and just took over the city and you know what I'm saying that I feel like it would have made us more nationwide and shit like that if we would have did that but we too competitive and shit like that like I love I love cause like Turk like shit we won ships together before high school and everything like we always you know what I'm saying all stars the whole, man we I wanted to go to school with bro like but in the same token, I always wanted to play against because I wanted to try and dunk on him. I felt like nigga ain't had no hops if I can't, you know what I'm saying? Catch <laughs> the body on the turf, like, yeah. <laughs> my accolade, like, you know what I'm saying? It's little things like that that it just pushed me and wanted you to play, you know, a little better. Be, be that edge or something. So, man, just the competitive spirit, man. And I, I feel like, man, it was only right being a black eagle, man. It just, it all came, it came. Yeah, man, you know, we, we love y'all, you know what I'm saying? It's still all love at the end of the day, you it's know? It's all love, it's all love. <laughs>
I had a follow up question for that uh, as well, because um, you know, you and I both know, you know, we always had a great rapport. You know, remember when we were in high school? Remember, you may not remember, but I bet you, I bet you a hundred dollars. I'm like, bro, I bet you, you go back to uh, VCU. Remember when we had that conversation? And you was like, nah, bro. Now, a lot of people don't remember the times, but VCU and Coach Smart, man, they were making moves back then. Like, he was really emerging as, you know, not only as a top black coach, but one of the top coaches in the nation. He was really making strides in that program. So, just educate the people that may not remember what influenced the decision. Because remember, you got you had got hurt, right? AAU trip. So, you had committed early to VCU. But then you had switched your commitment to UNCC. So, you know, of course, they was down with you. VCU was, you know, holding you down throughout your whole tenure of you having that injury back in high school. And you can speak on that too briefly if you want. But just just educate the people on, you know, what led to that decision of, you know, switching your commitment from VCU, you know, with Coach Smart, uh, who I hope has continued success um, to now, you know, you was let I came to stay with you in Charlotte. Boy, they had you on the billboard. You would have thought it was BMF in Atlanta, boy. Hey, they loved, hey, they loved you. In, they loved you in QC, boy. You know, we was just young, 18. So, like, what what influenced that decision to go from VCU to UNCC, UNC Charlotte, for those that may not know? Hey, like, I don't even y'all be bringing it. Like, that's why I love y'all because, like, this stuff really be – it be in the back of my mind. Like, I, I be forgetting little things like that. Like, you know, that's, that's real. That shit was love in the QC. But it, one one thing about VCU, man, like, like you said, they was making noise. They went to the final four and everything that year that I committed. Like, I just, one, I thought, I thought Shaka Smart was going to leave. I didn't, I, I didn't think he was going to stay in that, that small school just because of how well he, he turned that program around in such little time, um, and and that was that was the only reason why I would have went to that school was simply for that coach. Like that man, that man used to come come up on the, on the hill with me and, and kick it, like sit in my living room and watch TV with me or something like that. Like we'd go eat lunch. Like it was a different type of recruitment style that he had with me and that that made me feel. You know what I'm saying? Like I could really trust this man. I mean, y'all know how I was, like growing like and I ain't I ain't feel like you could trust anybody, like, especially no older man, like shoot. It, 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 it was hard to find some real good men around like that that in our time. But that made me that made me put my guard down with him and it was it was like all them other coaches and things like that like even though they had bigger schools and and, and things like they just didn't put forth the time to really get to know me as a person so i felt like if they're not doing that now then they really just going to use me for those little bit of time that i got in school and then that's it like they gonna cut ties ain't no more open line of communication like they're not gonna help me you know better myself as a, as, as a person, let alone, you know what I mean? So after after it's all said and done, man, I, I wanted to find that family, that network, like to, to be able to 
turn around and, and help somebody else get up out, out, out the hood, uh, you know what I'm saying, about the city. So I knew uh, I got to find a way to build a team or, or build these relationships with people of power that, that that's already, you know what I'm saying, it ain't their first rodeo and try to connect the dots. And I, I how much I learned from that coach during my recruiting process is what made me feel like that that's where I had to be. But then things happened with my injury. I felt like um you know the the, the last person that I went on campus with to VCU for my football I had ended up losing him, you know what I'm saying? And I no, nah, I can't, I can't. That, that that's too heavy on me. Like I'm not trying to be in that that same office and, and every every day and, and just picture, you know what I'm saying? My my man's being there and whatnot. Like I just it was too much. My fault. So um We know you Hollywood. It's all good. Them folks, uh, them folks had me, man, really, like, loving the whole staff, the whole team they built, you know what I mean? I, I visited the campus and things like that, and I think where I really loved in Richmond, and, and it was just like, it's all right, you know what I'm saying? It's 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 something, you know what I mean? But yeah. it's a little rugged. It's the, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's the trenches, for real. Like, you see VCU campus, you like, hey, you know, they ain't got much to bring you there. Yeah, I man. dirty business. That coach could have leave me like that. Like, I ain't trying to be, be stuck there. Like, what you got there? Man, I ain't have nobody to walk me through that type of process like I didn't understand recruitment I didn't understand the name of the school I didn't understand you know what I mean all I just knew we knew levels we knew D1 D2 like that's really all we had to 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 bounce off of but on another personal note outside of my papa is like I lost all my scholarships when I got my injury like I, everybody dipset is gonna be like all my football scholarship, the, the basketball, the ones I could have played both at, the whole time. Like, man, it just fell apart, and I felt like, all right, I gotta snag VCU because it's all I got left, or I ain't, I can't go nowhere else. Like I, it just, I did all this hard work, I you know, I mean, got to this point for nothing, and. That's another reason why I jumped the gun for it. But the reason why I decommitted outside of thinking Shaka was going to bounce, it was like Charlotte came in the picture and the folks that recruited me since it wasn't even allowed to be recruited type time. Like This man been watching me since I was a kid. Kid was an assistant coach at Virginia Tech. And shit, you know, like, we used to always go there for the elite camps and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. Or pulling whatever we had to do. Like we was man, folks knew how to get there. That wasn't too far away. That's shit. Yeah. That's, that's right off the E way. Yeah. That coach gave me a call when I was in the hospital and he let me know, like, man, well, there's still an opportunity or a chance for you to come here if you would like. Like, you know, 
you know, the type of relationship we had. I remember it like it was yesterday, man. I was really in my hospital bed. It was three days before I was supposed to check out the hospital when I got that call from him. And he told me that I could go there. And I was like, damn, Charlotte, I don't really know much about that city either, but I know my old man, he, he, he running around there somewhere. So she, I'm trying, you know what I'm saying, build that relationship. I'm trying to get close to him and try to, you know what I mean, make up for some lost time. Just, you know what I mean? And that's, that, that was it. That was the only upside I had to it. Like, why Charlotte got chosen over BCU for real. Not much, not much to it, man. Made this story sound longer than it needed to. That's <laughs> all, like, you know, pertinent information. Just like the ruggedness of the recruiting process. It could be so rugged. It could be vicious, like you said, um, just from, especially in our times, I feel like I was just talking to Kay about this the other day. I felt like, um, the NCAA and college coaches, they hold, they held us to such a high standard as student athletes. And the one wrong move, even in your case, where it's not even your fault, you get injured or say you're associated with the wrong person, they snatching that scholarship right back. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, you know, now if the reins have loosened it just a little bit, um, but yeah, I think, that's, you know, definitely, you know, pertinent information to have, especially for somebody that may be going through a, a similar situation. Exactly. I'm going back again, man. I need to know, you know, we know you as, the, you know what I'm saying, you know, you're the superstar, you know, you was, you was one of the chosen ones coming up, bro. You know how it is, man. Um, I mean, but we all know, you know, it started on the defensive end with you, bro. Like, who put that in you, like, to, to like, you know, to turn it up that way? I remember coming to some games where you might not have had it going, you know what I'm saying? The J might not have been falling. Nothing might not have been falling, you know what I'm saying? But you still impacting the game, like, just by locking in on defense, you know what I'm saying? Doing the, the, the super hard, gritty work. Who put that in you as a young, as a young jet dog? Man. For real, for real, I'd probably say, I gotta give it to to my big brother, Brian Hall, for sure. Like watching, watching him do it. And I, I still to this day, I do a lot of things that he, he, he used to do. Like I, I kept that with me. So, and then, man, like, she, Coach G, you know what I'm saying? She, I just felt like that was just our, our identity, man. You know what I'm saying? She plumb, man. It, the list go on, man. I'm talking about people used to, man. We used to get rowdy, like that's what we get hyped for. Like we not no bully, y'all know that. Ain't no, I ain't time bully nobody, but it made us feel like we was bullying folks on the court. Like when we had snatched the rock away from them, or we get in that two two one press and things like that. Like when we get to start trapping y'all, that like. And hearing the crowd just, you know what I'm saying, get rowdy and make folks fold under pressure, it just like that shit, I got off on that like that. That shit made me love the game more. Like I felt like that's the most exciting part of the game is being able to, you know what I'm saying, pick somebody's pockets, you know what I'm saying, just lock somebody up and let them know like, bro, you're not catching this ball. Like 
I don't care how nice you think you is, what type, you know what I'm saying, how many points you got right now for, you not finna catch this rock. I don't care how many screens you finna set. You not getting the ball. You got, like, it's over. Like, I just remember wolfing it, folks. Man, matter of fact, I remember my first time getting some, getting some playing time on varsity in middle school. Mark Mason put me in right after halftime. We was down probably like 12 or something to the wall. And we was up there too. We was on the hill. And Asgard and, man, what's his name? I can see his number right now. He's wearing number 11. He was that point guard. Damn, what's his name? Matt, Matt was his name. Yep. I ain't trying to throw nobody government out there, but you know who I'm talking about. You just, anyway, and after the game, you know what I'm saying, we got a video session or whatnot, and Plum pointed me out. I'm a, I'm in sixth grade, like, and this man pointed me out during that whole second half, and he was just showing how, like, I'm in dude's face, like, literally, like, I'm skin to skin, like, rubbing elbows with him, like, really getting him, buddy, real, like, and he was like, man, like, the way that he acknowledged that, it made me, you know what I'm saying, want to do it more. It made me feel good. It made me feel like, although we love, I still help or or was you know added something to the team and man it's just shit man i go on man i just my circle was so rowdy and, and, and rugged like folks had us slapping the floor playing defense you know what i'm saying just man it was just it was, i can't leave nobody i ain't trying to do nobody like that like that's tough man it's, I feel, I man. I give it to Hill, man. I just leave it at that. But everybody else know the role that they play. Like, man, that shit. Man, the city alone, just that, that nitty gritty. Like, it's just that fight in us. So I feel like the only time I could really wrestle with somebody on, on, on a basketball court is playing aggressive defense and getting physical and shit like that. And then just, you know what I mean? Just to be like that, even in the... Uh... The pickup games, we be running pickups somewhere. He ain't talking cash on defense. <laughs> talking cash, trying to get your head, man. Let me know. No matter who on this team, you know, they going to lock up. But I got another question, too, bro. You know, I'm the football guy out here. You know what I'm saying? I mean, K, K play, too. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm that football guy. So I want to know, you know, um, how much did you like the game of football, bro? You know, we grew up, you know, I done played against you in midget league, you know what I'm saying? You know, uh, KC, when y'all stacked the deck on us, you know what I'm saying? We still had the best in the valley, though. Shout out Keon, you know what I'm saying? Keon was a dog. And I don't know if you remember this either, bro. Like, we was in um, we was in high school. We watching G-Dub SC play. Um, this is my freshman year. I think I'm a freshman, so you had to be like a sophomore. And we in y'all student section. It's a game at Oaks. In y'all student section, you ain't playing football. And me and you sitting right there beside each other, you know what I'm saying, watching the game, you know what I'm saying, talking. And you looked at me like, bro, I'm getting back out there. Bro, I got to get back out there. Like, you know what I'm saying? So that's where my question come from. Like, how much did you like football, bro? I've always loved football. I remember, shit, I hope God ain't mad at me. But I used to say, like, you know, like basketball is my heart. Like I love that shit, but football, like man, that's my soul. Like I really like, I that that I felt like that was my sport. Like I felt like it 
if the business side of football wasn't so so nasty, I would have really tried to pursue and, and stay stay in that in, in that industry or whatnot. But yeah, bro, like you know me, I ain't playing middle school. You know what I'm yeah. And like you said, my sophomore year, I still ain't out there. So I'm five years out the game. Like that shit, I've been out the out, man out the mix. So. Man, it's, football was dope, but I, I really only played it just to stay out of trouble, you know what I'm saying? Just to stay close to all the loved ones and, and whatnot. But for the most part, man, I I knew it wasn't something I could just go out and do on my own. And most of the time I catch myself by myself, you know what I'm saying? And needing to do something. And yeah, man, I wish I would have, you know what I'm saying? Stayed through it. I, I wish I would have stuck it out and really tried to practice or be a little, you know, what I mean, more better at the game. Cause I feel like I disrespected it in a sense. Like I ain't take it that serious. Like I really was just out there, you know, what I'm saying, just straight raw with it. Like I ain't some plays though, man. No time, no extra. They had it. Much equipment on it. It's too hot outside. <laughs> Folks get muddy and shit. I ain't yeah. all that there. They got it. So, so tap into that a little bit more. Just your decision, your overall decision to go with basketball over football. Like, what, what went into that decision? Uh, you know, you said you took a five year hiatus. Was it, you know, because you're like, you know, basketball is what I really want to do? Or what went into that decision? Nah, the only reason I ain't playing middle school one because a nigga had a grade, and you know what I'm saying, I always get in trouble. So it's like summertime, they out there practicing in the heat and two a day and shit. Man, y'all tripping, man. What y'all doing? I know what's going on over here. And nigga, man, we living. Me, so I never could make it to practice. I never could do none of that. Like, I just wasn't disciplined enough. So basketball, it was a little easier for me. Like I said, it was just something I was always walking around doing. Always, it was just attached to me and hip to me. It just made, it made me, when I did my research on like, it being a business, like, I, man, I gotta think of John Luke Gaines for that. Like I had somebody in house that actually has experimented and really made it to that level. You know what I'm saying? So I got to see firsthand from a genuine, unconditional type of love. Like somebody really showed me through experiences. Like that man was, I'm, I'm talking about we waking up, we going to bed and in the same house, in the same bed, like we sleeping, like everything. Like I, I watched this man around the clock, try to make something out of nothing into this basketball world. So to be able to witness something like that and be, you know what I'm saying, certain that I know I can do something with it and, and get, you know what I'm saying, school paid for and, and allow this basketball to take me somewhere. Yeah, that was, that was the only reason. It just, it just made sense. Yeah. You um, 
you keep speaking in reference to your background and your development and, you know, just how you were raised and your training and different things of that nature. Can you educate, you know, our listeners, you know, the youngins that, you know, look up to you that, you know, what went into your personal workout regimen? Like, how did you become the beast that you became as we continue to get older and, you know, some people, you know, they were good when we were young, but as we got older, it started to decline. So what continued to help you propel and to improve over the years? You know, everyone knows you had a great work ethic. You know what I'm saying? Energy is just tenacious. You know what I'm saying? But what what were you doing behind, you know, behind the scenes that really helped you take it to the, another, take it to the next level? Excuse me. And I really think, I, I, I think what helped me the most. I know, not to cut you off, I know Unc was pushing you. Shout out to Unc. You know what I'm saying? It's a great man. Great man. You know what I'm saying? I know Unc was on your line. You know what I'm saying? So. But he was the type, like, he wouldn't even, he not forcing that on us. On you, like, mm. up, like, man, you ain't gonna be wasting my time. If you don't wanna go, you don't wanna go. I'm gonna be there. Like, I'm going. I'm just, you know what I'm saying, giving you the the, the invite. Like, you know what I'm saying? You can do it. But in the most, for the, for the most part, he like, you the one that's gonna be there all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you really want to do it, then you can get up and do it yourself. Like, you don't need me to to hold your hand and walk you to the court and do, you know what I'm saying, X, Y, Z. Like, man, if you want it bad enough, just know it's somebody out there at 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning that's working harder than you while you sleeping. Like, mm. it's somebody already up at 6, 5 o'clock in the morning already breaking a sweat, and you ain't even brushed your teeth yet. Like, he letting it, like, he ain't play there. Like, he, he man big unk man he always i can say kept it funky with me like he always kept it 100 with me. he never tried to make me feel like i'm better than what i am or he never tried to make me feel like yo you garbage like this ain't your sport like leave that shit alone you know like you wasting your time go get a nine to five and you know what i'm saying like nah it wasn't none of that it was like yo just keep working like hard work pay off but no like it ain't gonna come easy and things in that nature. But I would say just having that type of motivation or that type of mindset of I wanna I wanna work just as hard or better than anybody that's doing it. Like I wanna really perfect my craft or I really wanna, you know what I'm saying, dominate out there. Like I really wanna try to make some noise and make a difference on that court in any game and things like that. So when I was, like I said, I'd be playing by myself, man. I'd be literally playing one-on-one by myself. You know what I'm saying? Like acting like I'm D-Wade or acting like I'm somebody else. And you know what I'm saying? Oh, you can't guard me. I'm trying to hit a buzzer beat. Three, two, one, you know what I'm saying? Just little games of playing, you know what I'm saying? By myself, just really trying to stay in shape but just always having a good feel for it. And but. For the most part, man, I feel like what helped me transition as the years kept going, I was playing center, you know what I'm saying, in high school. You know what I mean? Like our senior year, I was the center. You know what I mean? Like even as a kid and stuff like that, like I've always been able to play one through five. Undersized, whatever you want to call it, but it taught me different angles. It taught me the game inside out. It taught me how to it really don't take that many steps from the three-point line to get into the paint. You know what I'm saying? You can do that in one dribble, 
man, the, the type of momentum and the steps you need to just get inside the paint to let the, you know what I'm saying, shoot a floater and shit like that. Like, little details just started snapping to me when I would be in the gym by myself and trying to picture, you know what I'm saying, four other players, nine other players on the court with me, all in this little area, the different ways to attack and, and you know what I mean, play in a straight line, stay straight downhill, but still being able to shift my hips and move east and west to try to, you know, get around folks. So, I man, I just said, I, I think I was just a weirdo at it. Like, I I, I dug too deep into the game, and it, it actually just helped me elevate and really expand my IQ. So, I think just envisioning and really studying made me they locked in. Yeah, I want you to quit, quit calling yourself a weirdo for that too, because a lot of people just, you know, like you say, just dig into the game a little bit different um, or more in depth, not even different, just more in depth because you took it serious, right? So just to kind of dive into that, like what went into your mindset? What went into like your motor? Like where did that come from? Um, I remember like an interview you did, I believe we were in high school, and you were like, yeah, I wish I wish the game was like five quarters. Like, I could keep going. You know what I'm saying? It was probably like the Energizer Bunny or whatever. You like, I keep going. Like, like, where did that did that come from? Did that stem from like the love of the game or, you know, kind of what you touched on before, just the people around you? Yeah, I don't know where the lung capacity came from. <laughs> I forgot just how, like, you know what I'm saying? Just the type of energy that I get, you know, from the crowd and, and from, 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 you know what I'm saying? My brothers and stuff in the locker room and whatnot, like, it just, that adrenaline get to go, I man. I don't get to thinking about breathing. And I only say I'm weird, because I, I, I be and thinking like, damn, bro, you really out there just talking to yourself, playing and stuff, shaking and baking, like, yeah, come on, man, why are you doing so much? But that's what it takes, though, like, when you think about it, like, because there were plenty of times where I'm by myself just working out, doing different things, and, like, you look back, you like, damn, I was doing a lot, but we had a goal, like, to make it out, so I think that's important to you know, showcase that, to, especially to the kids, like, you got to do something more outside of practice, your scheduled practice, outside of your workouts. You talked about having a ball in your hand almost 24-7. So you got to do a lot more than just the norm, you know what I'm saying, the normal status quo, the normal scheduled things, that things that are scheduled for you. You got to do a little bit more of, you know, things on your own, regardless if you got an entourage or not. You gotta get it popping. Man, I, I I can't I can't I can't lie like you know how it was, man. It, I don't know how, what it's like, man. I ain't been home forever, but in the, in the city in the neighborhood, man, like you could walk around anywhere and you could find somebody hooping on somebody court. It didn't matter where we was at, like it was always a crowd or a gang or somebody on the court, man. I remember the Shawnee League and shit like that, like. Man, this shit was wild. This shit was dope. Thanks. What you got, Lee? I guess I, um, let's see what I want to ask. I'm going to keep it in perspective again, man. You know, just 
you know, the upbringing and stuff. Um, I got two. I got two questions. So I'm gonna ask you this one. I'm gonna ask you another one. After this. All right. What was your favorite team you ever played on coming up? Like, and you can tell football or basketball, bro. You know what I'm saying? I told you about the KC team. Where, where you better choose right. No, I'm playing. On one team. Your horseman team. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure y'all went undefeated. The games versus Stonewall was crazy. Crazy. You know Epic battles for sure. Yeah. Standing you know room only. You know. Shout out to Shawnee. Them games used to be crazy. You know, you you, you want to ring in high school football. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, you played in the in the state championship. But I, I need to know. You know what I'm saying? You know, what was your favorite team you ever played on? I gotta say the Little Eagles. You know, that's, that's my heart. That's that that started. That's even even the Little Little Eagles. You know what I'm saying? With yeah. Little, come on, man. Yeah, that one. That one was it. For sure, man. It was, cause we was kids at that time, man. Like real kids. We, although I, I, you know, what I'm saying, I had to grow up fast. I remember, like, as a kid, like, man, that that that's my biggest childhood memory. Is like that gave, it gave me, a like, it understood, like, it helped me understood understand there's more to life outside of West Virginia mountains, and that was yeah. look at that team, man. So. And shout out to Trap, man, because God followed him, man. He, he he made all of that possible, man. So Coach G for, you know what I'm saying, and Jay Morris and everybody that helped, you know what I'm saying, build it up and keep it alive every year, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was just, it was just uh, it's still to this day, like, we family, like, all of us, like, man, yeah, that shit's it right there. Shout out Trap for sure, man. I remember, you know, as a JIT dog, like I was, you know, questionable on, on basketball anyway, you know what I'm saying? I'm, Cause it was like, you know, coming up, you the, you know, the Little Eagles and what was the uh, swoosh? The swoosh, you know, yeah. Y'all was, yeah. was them guys, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, bro, you know, I ain't that good at hoop, you know what I'm saying? If I, you know, I ain't on that team, you know, so I was questioning hoop back then, you know what I'm saying? You know, y'all had to, Y'all had the Jays, Trap had y'all the Jays, man. Like, you know what I'm saying, dog. Y'all was like, I think y'all came like number three in the nation too, right? You know what I'm saying? Something like something crazy, bro. Like I was hoopers, hoopers back then, man. So I was even questionable on hoop back then. I'm like, bro, I ain't when they left, you know what I'm saying? I don't even know about that. I might just stay stay with the pig skin, man. You know. Um, my second question is, um, Who's some of your favorite hoopers to watch coming up in the city? You know, we came up watching, you know, a lot of hoopers, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, my favorite all time for sure is Cook, you know. I, I used to love one of them cap games, man. Like, you know, I think who else? Uh, Brett McClanahan was nice, man. Uh, we, had some, <laughs> we had some nice dudes, you know what I'm saying, to come up watching. Who's, who's, who's some of your favorites to watch? Man, that's that's tough. That's tough. Cause man, I love I love almost everybody's style of play. Like, you know what I'm saying? Everybody, you know, cause everybody got a role on the team. You know what I'm saying? Although they are probably more versatile than what they get to show within that system. But like, 
we grew up watching folks, you know what I'm saying, playing the part. You know what I mean? Like, we watched folks, you know what I'm saying, really play on, on the concrete and, all, you know what I'm saying, outside of the hardwood and shit. So, it's a different light when you, you can do shit like that. But, golly. I'm out of I'm I'm trying to name damn near everybody. Man, this off the top, too. This fresh. This is not rehearsed, folks. This is, so don't be mad. Cook. I'm going to go. I gotta go with Cook, Hill, shit. I'ma go with Malik. Cuz was the nastiest lefty I seen. Right, Will, you know what I'm saying? Billy D was nasty, dad. Yeah, yeah. LB. LB. LB was tough. Yeah. Golly. That's Cap's last championship, ain't it? Mm-hmm. We were just talking about LB the other night. I didn't personally get to see LB hoop, but they said, bro, it was special, Rome, though. Rolo. Uh, man. Spur. Shoot, all right, man. JB, when he was middle school at, at the man. I'm talking about. Yeah, Lee. One, one, one hundred. And these folks, this is before. This is, yeah, Lee. I'm gonna throw one out there just because I thought he was so nice, you know, before, you know, he, he wasn't that much older than this, though. But I thought uh, your boy, um, Terrell, I thought Terrell was so nice, man. Oh, was, he was. He was the best I thought, what? So I thought Rail was cold, bro. I ain't gonna hold yeah, it. Rail was cold. They ain't giving they ain't giving the, the, the right chance. Like they 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 try to act like he is a, you know what I'm saying, a bench player. Like, like nah, like shit, he showed me how to play. Like he got he showed me the ropes. Like man, he was the nastiest and upbeat. I'm talking about, <laughs> like, it got to a point where he was like, bro, you, well, no, bro, you can't play, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get enough ball, bro. Yeah, like, love, you right, you, you dead, you dead on on that one. He was, he was cold, for real. Uh, man, see what I'm saying? It's too much. We have way too much talent in the city for that, like. Yeah, for sure. LA. Yeah, that's why I asked you your favorite. Just name me a few, man, because I, I used to love. You know, Move Gangs. I got to say Move Gangs because he was Move. good on it. You know what I'm saying? I go to UC and watch him play, do all of that. Like, mm-hmm. Shit. Dude, yeah. Shit, the GOAT. Right, shit. I, man, I used to like watching all them old heads play. Hey, the old heads used to get it in. Hicks, that motherfucker just hoops. You know what I'm saying? He's stiff as hell. You know what I'm saying? Big toe, but And that nigga used to walk around stiff in the mud. Still do. Handle women. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Hicks, man. Hey. Good, good hoop. You know what I'm saying? It's. Yeah, I was blessed, man. I was blessed to grow up at the, at the right time to be able to see, you know what I'm saying, a lot of good basketball and a lot of, man, true raw talent, man. Like, 
we built differently from them, man. We built differently. This is crazy. Piggying back off that, you know, since we going down memory lane, because that was that was a great series of questions, Malik. It kind of correlates with the same thing he asked. Uh, what is your most memorable sports memory? You know, from all the championships, you know, the tournaments, you know what I'm saying? Middle school, high school, you know what I'm saying? We did that thing at South Charleston, you know what I'm saying? I can't say that for everybody that's in the Zoom, you know what I'm saying? But we, we did that at South Charleston, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, doing your thing overseas, you know what I'm saying? What? Uh, <laughs> no pun intended. You know I love y'all, but, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what was your most memorable sports moment, man? You probably, you probably ain't gonna believe this. You probably don't even remember it, but I remember we was playing Martinsburg, bro, and I missed that free throw. We was up one. I had a one-on-one. I ended up missing that free throw. We ended up fouling. They made both their free throws. They went up one. We only had like five seconds. We had to, you know what I'm saying? To my sophomore year. Yeah. So now, got you. It was Coach Dawson last year. He had just had that heart attack and shit like that. Yeah, that one was the most memorable because like we was that close, bro. Like yeah, to really win the shift. You know what I mean? To make break curses, to make history, like to really do. You know what I'm saying? Something real powerful, like so that game right there is 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 not a great memory, but it's still like it still gets me like hype like it motivates me for real like mm. when i shoot free throws in a crunch moment like that it plays in my head like nah you ain't still to this day and it's crazy because even during that play like during that time bro like we had we had a timeout and everything i love i was walking to the free throw line and i was talking to talking to coach dawson i was like yo like if we go up three are we fouling if if not, you know what I'm saying, how, how you want to play it, whoop de whoop. And I remember he looked at Coach Jackson, he said, Do we have a timeout? He was like, Yeah, we got one. He said, he said, Yeah, we only got one. And Coach Dalton looked back at me and I I looked at the ref because, you know, she players can call timeout. So I was about to call timeout because I wanted to even catch my own win and whatnot and make sure everybody on the same page. Shit, this championship, we within thirty seconds of, you know what I'm saying, doing something that ain't been done yet. And I remember like, damn, I was about to call timeout. And I, Coach Jackson was like, no, 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 no. We only got one. Whoopie whoops. I, I was thinking they had another, you know what I'm saying, reason to use this timeout instead of just keeping it in our pocket. Like, what are we taking this home for? Can't <laughs> call no timeout. I ran, ran the first one, missed it. Everything went down here like that, straight collapsed. But, a good moment, a good memorable moment, man. I'd probably say, ah, probably my career high at the SC Rec. Man, folks went nuts that game. We went in like, what was it like? See, we was holding y'all up, drip. Y'all was gonna play right after us for real, for real. Oh yeah, yeah. You talking about that game against Cap? Yeah, yeah. M set. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? M set. Like that shit was man, that shit was live, bro. Like that shit was, was that, that shit was one of Was that the year we played y'all 
in the um, championship, Night of Champions. I think that's what they called it, Night of Champions. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. That was a nasty game, too, right after that. You sure, P? I, I feel like that game you you speaking on, that might have been our senior year. I want to say that game what? the game you speaking on. I feel like that was our senior year. G Dub and SC played our junior year in the Night of Champions. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all know I got a photographic memory. You know what I'm saying? Just throwing that out there, you <laughs> dick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but man, uh, no, that's that's a. Uh, that's what's up, though, man. I appreciate the honesty in that answer for sure. A lot of people, you know, they wouldn't bring up, you know, something that could be viewed as negative, you know what I'm saying, as their most memorable sports moment. But I like how you, you know, use that and channeled that pain as motivation, you know, going forward. That's 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 crazy you still think about that to this day, you know what I'm saying. I forgot all about the, those series of plays, you know what I'm saying, because, of course, and you know this, especially all y'all, you know, being hoopers and, you know, us being football players, like, you know, it's never just that one singular moment, you know what I'm saying? It was a series of events that happened all throughout the game that, you know, caused the end result to be what it was, you know what I'm saying? So, um, but, yeah, that that game was – both games was crazy, man. That, our, our freshman year against Woodrow, that was – that was crazy, man. Ryan Ryan Powers and them was putting on the show, boy. Hey, go. I can't, can't. Man. Man, did he? I'm like. Right. But you was definitely acting different that uh that cap game. Our senior year, you you was on a different type of time, man. For sure. Hey, shout out to, to, to Pearson, man. He, he, that shit funny. I can probably tell that shit now. But I remember... Big bro, he told me he, he was betting on me. He's like, hey, you know what I'm saying? I got got this on you, whoop, you know what I'm saying? You do what you're supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? And got you a little son, son. <laughs> That's why y'all used to be locked in like that off the side. That's funny, son. I remember I, remember I got a steal and I was about to go punch on somebody, irrespectively. You know what I'm saying? Bro, bro, put me on my ass. Like, you know what I'm saying? Ain't shit easy in here. Like, we need to go hard in the paint. Yeah. Man, hurt my back so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga had to go sit down, sub. So, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. And I just came fucking up and seeing, uh, feel like, believing in me, like, believing in the team the whole night. Like, he just knew we wasn't going to lose that game for nothing, bro. So, man, that shit was wild, bro. Memories <laughs> like that, man, it's like, Kids still need that to this day, like to anybody that's watching or whatever. If you're an uncle or cousin, just, you know what I'm saying, a loved one, whatever the case may be, man, go support these folks, man. Just go show face at the games and shit like that. Take time out to really, you know what I'm saying, witness that shit because, like, that shit sticks with us, man. It really helps us, you know what I'm saying, want to grow and be better and, and, and want to do right, like. And ain't nothing like a good supporting cast and just having outsiders, you know what I'm saying, express they, they, they love and, and, and real genuine, like, heartfelt inspirations of for you. Like, go get it, man. Just show up. Like, that's all you got to do. One of my, um, this is just off a tangent, Brad. Just, you know, I just be reminiscing. One of my fondest memories of you, Brad. And you ain't even make this play, you know what I'm saying? I remember um, we was at Langley Field, man. It's like it's semifinals, uh, semifinals weekend. 
we playing midget league, you know what I'm saying? This when y'all had the stacked team. And I remember being in the stands and you was walking down, you about to y'all about to play uh South Hills in the semifinals and um some some old head, you know, actually stopped be like, Man, Perry, y'all gonna win and then Perry, you know what I'm saying, no hesitation. He like he like, Man, yeah, of course we gonna win, you know what I'm saying? He keep walking and um they go, they playing their game, and South Hills almost had them beat. That's uh, Tyler was, you know what I'm saying, rest in peace to Tyler. You know what I'm saying, Tyler was playing QB. And South Hills legit had them beat, bro. Like, for real, all they had to do was, you know what I'm saying, keep the, keep the ball in play, you know what I'm saying, the, the clock was going to run out. And, bro, like, one of the last plays of the game, bro, uh, they go up, they, it's like Perry and a couple other people, they tackling Tyler. And Leon come out of nowhere, bro take the ball from breath and running back like 80 yards. I'm like, dang, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm thinking we going, because, you know, I know we going to be South Hills if we play them, you know what I'm saying? We we had BKC earlier in that year. And I'm like, man, they, they going to lose. They going to lose, you know what I'm saying? And then, like, you know, that joint happened. I'm like, damn, he was right, you know what I'm saying? By any means, they was going to win. That's that's one of the funnest memories I had. Yeah, that's glad. I remember that shit, too, because, man, we had that beat when we were walking to the floor. What, how that you go in? Yeah, we was rowdy going in that bitch. <laughs> but yeah, man, that's just that's just the mindset we had and the belief that I really had and shit in in the in the family. Like, man, I already knew we, how we was bred and how what type of people we was, but we ain't give a damn, bro. Like, it was all or nothing. Like you would really think, like, man, folks, life, freedom, and shit was on the line for that shit, like. Man, that play too, man. Nigga Dusty almost tripped over the chalk inside the Reds. Man, what did you do, man? Hit the sidelines and we got to start wobbling, man. But yeah, it's crazy, man. That's another one. Like, I, I definitely what I'm saying. I was naming people that was kind of a little older than us or whatnot. But man, our age, our generation, like, man, I'm so, I, I'm huge fans of a lot of us. You know what I'm saying? Like, in our time, man, and Dusty. He already know what it is. That's that, that's that's blood. Yeah, he was cold, bro. He was always cold, bro. Top three, top for real, like. Yeah, he was always cold with that rock, bro. Real top. Crazy, bro. You got a good memory too. Y'all taking it back for real, for real. Yeah, man, that's what we here for, man. People, people wondering about this stuff. They ain't seen you in years, baby. You know what I'm saying? Come home. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm playing with you. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, just to, to fast forward a little bit, we've been talking about you know your upbringing. Um, let's talk about you know the present and the future. Um, so right now you're you know headed to Africa on a new contract. Um, just tell us about uh, what you're looking forward to most about about that. Man, first, it, it ain't really a contract. It's I I I, I do. Man, God is good. Man. Like I've been blessed to be able to have a dual citizenship now. So I'm about to go play for the national team in Africa, Senegal, Jack. But they uh, it's the motherland. Like ah. Uh, Come on, man. Like, that is dope. Word. It ain't really resonated with me. Still ain't hit me yet. But, like, when I think about it and, and things like that, like, 
Man, I'd have never thought basketball would have took me that far. It just felt a show. Like, man, you going? It, it, I couldn't even dream of that. Like, I can't. You know what I'm saying? I ain't, ain't no way. Like, so that shit mean a lot, man. For real. Like, I know I don't want to experience that shit by myself. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's it's hard not to get all that expression out of the feelings and whatnot to make it justifiable, but so from from there where do you like what are your your future plans as far as basketball um like how how much longer do you think you go uh well after that that's when i get into my contract mm. team or whatnot i'm i mean being turkey Playing for Fenerbahce, but I don't see myself tanking up anytime soon. You know what I mean? Like I, as long as my body can can withhold, you know what I'm saying, the whole season and stay healthy, man, I I I love it too much. I enjoy the lifestyle like of overseas. Like I really enjoy. Embracing new cultures and, and, and really, you know what I'm saying, just experiencing new things. Like I'm, I'm still I'm still a kid at heart. Like um you're not finna catch me, you know what I'm saying, stuck in the house unless it's corona. Like, you know what I mean? Like I I'm I'm too adventurous and outgoing, like I wanna see so much because we've been trapped for so long, like it's just it's still you know, Something that that gets me going. So, you know, I don't a good ten years left, you know what I'm saying? God will <laughs> Inshallah. Um, word. Word. They call you old head on the team yet? Nah. They like, yeah. shut up, old head. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Tell them we still in our twenties. Yeah. No, you still in our twenties. Look, we ain't there. We 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 at the door. Look, we you know what I'm saying. It's it's around the corner. We ain't walk through that mud. Nah, uh uh. But nah, man, we still trying to you know what I'm saying. Pursue the league and things like that. Like we're still on the market. We're still available. We're still you know what I'm saying. Making strides and connecting with people. But at the end of the day, man, it's, it's truly a business. Like I'm not. I'm not trying to water that down. Like I really want folks to know, like, man, after high school, like, think about it. These college kids are allowed to be paid, man. Like, yo, it's it's really a business. Like you're really getting income. Like you really yeah. you know what I'm saying? Cash flow is it can come in through this, like. So That's one thing I want to try and touch bases on if, if, if we can some way, somehow, is I want folks to understand the investment that these clubs are make and why it's not always so important to be at the, the highest club or the biggest clubs and things in that sense. Like, man, there's so many different leagues out here. If you really want to play the game, you know what I'm saying, to pay your bills, like, you can do it. You just gotta, you know what I mean, really 
buckle down and, and talk to to agents. You really got to feel that that market out because that is who you're hiring to represent you and and, and help you fill in that gap of communicating with somebody thousands and thousands of miles away that across the ocean it, it, it's 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 more challenging than what we would think and it, it's not prepped or really talked about in the college world like my my college coaches and stuff they didn't hook me up with my agent they didn't tie me in with me like that you know what I'm saying like I did that all on my own like I really like thank God the trap you know what I'm saying I, I, man, that man has been nothing but a blessing to me and has continued to help my career grow so you know what I'm saying just don't get caught up on just needing film or needing you know what I'm saying just a game to play locally around the city. Like, man, you really got to interact with different people. You have to converse with these agents and, and different recruiters or however you can see it. Like, that's one thing with me, I think that's helped me move up into the, that, I don't even like talking like that, but the highest level overseas is literally like talking to these front office people when these clubs sign me. Cool, my agent did his job, he did his part. He got this club, he got these people, the owners or whatnot, these coaches to know my name. He got them interested in, in wanting to see me play or see, you know what I'm saying, what I have to offer. But when it comes down to it, man, we're the ones that's gotta be there every day, all day. We're the ones that has to eat side by side with these folks. Like you got to get out your comfort zone and really not be antisocial. Like you got to show them that you're not, you're more than what your agent was telling them. You know what I mean? And, and once you are able to build that type of relationship with these people in the office that's what's going to help you you know be able to level up or get to a different you know what i'm saying get a different job and still be able to come back to that job years later so like enhance your brand kind of like yeah definitely yeah. Really, i mean you got to talk to talk like you really got to Get so, people, man. so touch on that a little bit for us, um, if if you don't mind, just like the the whole agent situation, because I believe, if I'm not mistaken, you had like a situation where you had to fire an agent before, right? Just talk about the importance of and uh, finding the right person and how you kind of went about that to represent you. So, man, shout out to Jeff McGinnis, man. Like, that's one dude that that ain't from the city. That, that took me under his wing uh, in the QC. And he just like us, like, he made our environment. He made our, you know what I'm saying? Like, he 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 grew up like we did. Like, no no sugarcoat. And I ain't trying to tell that man's story. Everybody that know him and know of him, you know what I'm saying? And 
they know what I'm talking about, what type of guy he really is, and it's all love, and it's really like, man, that dog fight in him, like, and I, I bring him up because he's the one that helped me get to this tournament after my, my, my senior year, uh, the Portsmouth tournament in Virginia, and um, that's where I ended up meeting my agent, and, and um, having my talk with my agent, I didn't know he's really been watching me since I was a kid. He had, you know what I'm saying, he he had friends, he, he had been friends with Trap when we was in the Little Eagle, so he, he had recognized or remembered my name or whatever the case may be. So the Portsmouth tournament after my senior year is how I transitioned in, in, into that. But when I signed the first agent, I did that all off of just hype and like, it, it all looking good and sounding good and really having a, a sit down and, and taking my time and really filling up this man that I'm trying to hire to work for me or represent me and speak up for me and things like that. And when I seen how cutthroat it was and how grimy he was, man, I had to cut that contract within like 24 hours. Like it, it wasn't long. Like it, it was that fast. Like I signed it and then I realized like, who I was dealing with. Like once he took me out the office and showed me to his house and shit like that, like, like, oh no, like, you know, you, you know, I can't roll with you. Like, no, this ain't this ain't the type of image I want I want to have. So that's when you know legal uh, legally, you know what I'm saying, had to get you know what I'm saying the documents and paperwork right. Learn your paperwork, man. Learn learn what's being written in these contracts and things like that. Like mm-hmm. the word play is really like detrimental like that that can make you or break you like so don't just be out here signing anything don't nobody don't let nobody rush you into signing anything man always know like regardless of how much pressure they put on you if they want you to sign something then you have the right to take your time and get a second opinion on it to make sure you clearly can comprehend what you sign and off on and that, that that's how I say that transition really happened when, when I had to fire him and, and find him and things like that. So just like I said, getting out, being being around and, and, and just socializing with people, man. And Oh, John White, Malik. I don't know if you remember him. John White, he played at UC. That was another player that I loved growing up watching. Carl Edwards. Okay. They had, they had, they had the Golden Eagles rock them for silly, but I, I, John White was somebody that I seen at the um, Portsmouth tournament, and he he as well like gave me the whole spiel on you're gonna have fraudulent agents, you're gonna have people that act like they're agents when they're really not like. So you don't want to get caught up in in that mess and things like that. So I don't know if I answered your question, but I that's more so the story that really all played out. Nah, you definitely 
Yeah, you definitely elaborated. Well, I have a uh, piggybacking off. Excuse me, piggybacking off what you just said. Can you expound on what you mean on the Port Portsmouth tournament? Like basically, for uh, the youngins or the listeners that are out there that are curious, you know, how do you? I guess, gain the opportunity to go overseas. Like, I, I presume, you know, of course, you have to go to some type of showcase, some type of tournament. Is that what you're mentioning? Is that what you're you're speaking on, that, that Portsmouth attorney? That's what the showcase is? Yes, sir. That's exactly what it is. It, it's more so only for seniors that graduate college. And it, it, it's just a three-day tournament. You know what I'm saying? They do the whole... Uh, pre-draft NBA combine workout whatnot like they take you through all the measurements they take you through all the you know what I'm saying the physical uh, that you gotta get make sure you're healthy and all that and you just playing it in the tournament for three days you know what I'm saying and everybody and I mean this all the agents it, it's, it's really it's, a, it's, it's really huge like all the agents are there all the overseas club scouts are there and there's there's NBA people there as well. Like the people are, are really tied in and watching. Like so, it's it's a great opportunity to get um, exposure from globally. It, it, it's it's like I, I want to say I think it's only invitational, but shit, I I don't even know what you do to get invited for the most part because. Like I said, Jeff McGinnis had to help me because at first I wasn't, I wasn't even on the list. Like I, um, they they tried to rock me to sleep or play with me about something. I forget how they pulled that up. Yeah, got you on that list. Yeah, that was that was going to be my next question. Was was it invite only? But uh, thank you for answering that. By the way, my follow up question to that would be. And everybody is wondering, how can we watch you play? You know, we know, but like just for the listeners and the youngins that want to see you play, you know, of course, you know, you're in a different time zone. But like, what do they have to purchase or like what? How can they go about, you know, watching your games? It's live action is. What's it called? Yo. Euro. I don't want to lie to you. I, I'd rather text it to you the way it give you the, the real link or whatnot. That way I ain't steering people into the wrong direction. But yeah, you got to get a membership. And it's, it's basically like EuroLeague.tv or something like that. Okay. But where I'm at, where I'm, at I'm going to be in two leagues. So the International League, that's the EuroLeague. That's the one that you got you know, have a membership for the most part. But don't get it twisted, man. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a dark weather. It's a, it's a market out there that you can focus and do your homework and you can surround it. Streaming is real, so I ain't trying to mess up no live stream. You know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to turn nobody under the bus, but there's some good ones out there that really get the job done. Gotcha. My domestic league and the Turkish league, uh, when I was there, it it wasn't it wasn't easy to watch. It wasn't easy to find because it's just they just televised and things like that. It's not really even on their network like their regular cable and shit like that. But, oh wow! Okay. Yeah. 
you can figure that out. That's one of the hardest things is, 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 is the streaming thing, but it's definitely out there. But if you ever... Catch a game live. There's a YouTube channel that, that that my loved one started up for me. That, that that has been, man, amazing. Man, it has helped market us and, and really help. You know what I'm saying? Get more exposure. Really, you know what I'm saying? Man, it's it's opened doors for the for, for, for many things. We can talk about that later if y'all would like. But it's called Knockdown Cinematics. That's the TV channel on YouTube and. Every game that I've played past season or whatnot is on there. Like all my, every play that I made, whatever the case may be, is knocked down cinematics. That, that man that, that's on that, knowing very well, it's all love, man. I greatly appreciate all the work you're doing for us. And there it is, man. All the highlights and whatnot that you need to know about a game or something will be on there. Knockdown cinematics, gotcha. Yeah, you know you got your masters. I know you don't need to learn how to spell name. And just to be clear, just to you know, just for clarification purposes, you said knockdown cinematics, right? Yes, sir. Knockdown, yeah. Okay. Got you. So, um, you done made, you know what I'm saying? You made yourself a nice, nice career over there, you know what I'm saying, overseas and whatnot. But, um, I guess my question is have you ever, or, well, Still to this day, do you have aspirations of like playing in the league? I know you didn't play some summer league stints or whatnot, or has it always just been about, you know, since you've grown accustomed to it, you know, just keep elevating to, to take care of the fam even more than you can, you know what I'm saying? Uh, every year as you go, you know what I'm saying? You still want to try and jump over or was it always about still like, was it always about just you know, getting to a place where you could feel like you could jump over, or was it always just trying to keep climbing, you know what I'm saying, in, in, in the ranks, however you could, you know what I'm saying? Oh, that's a great question. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it all the way. It's going to be what you want to learn. I'm at the point now, like, like I said, it's a business. So I still have off. I still have opportunity. I still have been given offers to, to to make it, possible. but none of them have been. You know what I'm saying? Worthwhile. You know what I'm saying? Like the league is 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 it's just like bet on your, It's like a bet on yourself, league. You know what I mean? Like it's it's folks taking deals that ain't even guaranteed nothing in the deal guaranteed so i'm at a point in my life in my career where i need security 
I'm saying? I'm still facing that stability. You know what I'm saying? I'm still trying to create that generational wealth. Like, I'm not there yet. Like, I ain't, I'm not comfortable. I'm not content. At the end of the day, I, yeah, I, I still got that inspiration. I still got that that drive in my in, in me to like I want to compete against the greats. Like I want to see, you know what I'm saying, where my my potential or where my skill set I'm up against who they are. You know what I'm saying? Hall of Famers at the end of the day. So yeah, I'm still no matter for as long as I play, like I'm always gonna try to transition into the league, but I'm a businessman now, like I can't, I can't get caught up in just the dreams. Like, nah, I gotta, I gotta think about, you know what I'm saying, people behind me. I gotta think about, the, you know what I'm saying, a lot more. But we actually waiting on the call, man. It could happen this year, God willing, man. If everybody just, you know, put out a prayer or whatnot, but it's a process, man. It's still, still, something that I truly believe will happen. Like, I still believe, like, I'm an NBA player. Like, I believe, like, I can, I can really compete against the best of the best, and I can really hope on. And, and I just say that, out of, you know what I mean, just pure confidence and just, out the, you know what I mean, just not trying to downplay myself. Nah, yeah, man, you're only getting better over there, bro. You, you, you big dogging over there now, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, dog, I know he's still, I know he want to see where his game is for real, for real, you know. Oh, you know what it is. For sure. So, uh, kind of just to, to tap in um, and piggyback off of that question, um, is there any other, like, I guess, goal that you have yet to accomplish that you're still trying to accomplish when yeah. it comes to the game, to, game of basketball? Yeah, I, I need to be like, you need my my jersey retired. I need my number retired somewhere, some way, somehow. I don't care where it is. I still need another championship. Like, I, I'm not content with just one. Like, I still, you know what I mean? Like, I want to. I want to compete in the Olympics. Like I still want to do a little bit. I'm sure she was gonna say that. Yeah. I think that, I think we talked about that when we were young, like trying to play in the Olympics. That's definitely one of my goals. She's dope, man. Yeah. It's once in a lifetime type thing. Like not too many people can even, you know, what I'm saying, just watch the Olympics. Like, you know what I mean, like I, ain't, I don't know, man. It's, it's a lot that yeah, it's still it's still so much more that I want when it comes to the game. Like I feel like I, you know what I mean, like I ain't even did a camp yet. You know what I mean, I ain't been able to work with no young youngins. Like I wanna give back. I wanna be able to, you know what I'm saying, pass on knowledge of the game to 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 somebody that really wants to pursue it or do something right with it. Things like that. So yeah, there's still avenues and things that I, I, I gotta, gotta, you know, have to get on. You wanna do that in the city or in Charlotte? Yeah. Anything like that, when it when it comes to like giving back to the community, like that's first, it's home, you know what I'm saying? You gotta take care of home first. And then, then gonna expand and do what we gotta do. But I, I also be battling with in my head, like, man, when I retired, man, like, 
I want to be done with the game. Like I'm, I really want to walk away and be done with it. Like I'm not trying to hang around. But in the same token, I made some promises, promises to people that I mean that, that helped me get to where I am. That, you know, hold my word, stand on, and and, and get done for them. You know, it's just. Time, you know, it's time consuming you know, to be hands on and really be present to, to in the moment to, to really give back and do the do you know do my due diligence to the youth. No coaching, none of that. What you done? No, I'd rather be a referee than coach. Yeah, 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 for sure. That's been the toughest task for me, is just trying to adapt to all that. You know what I mean? So now I'm cool on that. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, definitely keep us updated on that. You know what I'm saying? Anything you got planned, um, as far as stuff that's going on in the city, we'd love to help organize that or, you know, just help support. You know what I'm saying? So definitely, definitely keep us in the loop with that. Um, you know, one, one of the last fan questions that I have for you. Um, and it's, you know, just, you, you touched on this a little earlier in the interview, but just, uh, just last thing, just so you can drive it home. Like what was your most difficult obstacle in your opinion in playing overseas? Basketball wise or more so just off the court types? Honestly, I think, I think they meant both. Honestly, um, you know, both on the court and off the court. What what would you say is your? your... I would say off the court is 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 the food. It's really trying to you know what I'm saying digest their food or, the, or get used to the way that they cook. It, you know, it's certain places, man. <laughs> one of my. Well, one of my old heads, he 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 told us like, man, don't when you come over here, like, you're not you not you're not eating for 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 flavor, you're not eating for taste, like, man, you eating to survive, and that's it. Like, don't compare none of this food to home because you won't make it. Like, mm. it won't it won't be anywhere close to it. So, uh, I would, food is a big challenge, and I would say just learning the rules of the of the road like you know what I mean like just finding your way around and, and, and things like that like it's just it's a totally different scenery so and none of the road signs are in English so it's like you really got you just out there winging it <laughs> boy don't know if to yield or get on huh <laughs> <laughs> really, really, Like you're not perfect, you know what I mean? Accept me for for who I am. Take the good with the good and the 
in the bag, you know what I'm saying? So that task at hand is just finding a way to make your mark and, and work your way up to earn your respect and to be able to, you know, showcase your, your, your skills or, or, or still be that player that, you know, that they brought you in to be. Like, you know what I'm saying? They signed you for a reason. So, you know what I mean? Although you may have a different role on this team, they still expect you to keep your your your, your regiment and still, you know what I'm saying, elevate and play the way you did the year before or whatnot from the, whenever they seen you. I appreciate that, brother, for sure. You said that was a fan question. It was. I, you know, real quick too, since you since you just uh, touched on this a little bit, and I wasn't going to ask this, but since you brought up food, um, they they were wondering, they were wondering what was your favorite food to eat, and you you just brought up a good point. You know, just to give people background, I went to Paris, right? And it's funny you said what you just said. Cause I I had lunch in the Eiffel Tower, Perry, and um, it was it's it's just it's different. It's different. It's different. You know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not gonna be disrespectful, but I don't. You know, if people, if anybody out there who has plans on eating in the Eiffel Tower, okay, like he just said, okay, you eating to survive on the trip, okay, on the vacation, okay. Don't compare it to the Alfredo pasta you getting back home. That ain't that ain't what you about to get out there. That ain't what you about to get. I don't even think they seasoned their food um, where I was, honestly. So it was very, very bland. Um, however, um, I'm curious, since you said what you just said, what was your favorite food to eat? Bro, it's on everything I love, bro. Like, I bring my own seasonings and everything. Like, I am not playing with these folks. No, no. You got the Lowry's over there, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The old bag, the whole nine. You believe it. <laughs> traveling with a bag full of seasoning. Yeah. Nah, it's it's crazy. pounds, too. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a long time. You trying to prepare to eat, cook, and eat for that long shit. Yeah. I feel it. So, with that being said, you ain't got no favorite food over here? Yeah, I was about to say one of my favorites. Shout out to to to, to my cat man, to, to my loved one. Uh, he he from a country called Georgia, and that's where I played. My that's where it all started for me as a professional. And they got this dish. It's called kachapui, and man, it's 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 as basic as it can be. Like it's just bread and cheese for real, for real. But the, I don't know, bro. The love that they put in it, the the way they they, you know what I'm saying. Combine that, like, you know, shit. I survived off of that. Like, I survived breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Like, I was eating it every day, all day. So, kachapu is a dish. Um, and then there's other places they don't really have, you know what I'm saying, different, you know, dishes that's just absurd. Oh, I tried horse. Horse was, horse was something. You know what I'm saying? That was a little different than I never got down with before, but I tried horse. 
Yeah, man, you you really eat some crazy stuff if you you know what I'm saying you stick around long enough. <laughs> you hungry enough, you eat anything at the end of the day. But yeah, man, it, it, I've been I've been blessed to really you know for the most part the countries I've been in they have some type of Americanized restaurant or something fast food chain or something that you can I mean get get with to to help you out, but. It's not many options for real. You're gonna be eating it a lot. Word. Yeah, now nah, in Paris, when I was in Paris, when we finally came across that American restaurant, I'm like, man, let me get 20 wings, yeah. uh, <laughs> some fries. Like, thank you, God. I finally found something. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah. Is that a wrap, guys? We good? Anybody else got any other questions? Thank I'm good, man. Appreciate you, dog. Perry, man, thank you so much, brother. The the city, we gonna you gonna shut the city down with this, boy. They 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 all in my inbox right now. They've been waiting on you, boy. You know what I'm saying? So it's so thank you for just your honesty and you know just being open and candid. And uh, you know we definitely appreciate you having you on. Like we said, man. You know when we was just going through our strategic planning. It was always the goal to have you as the first interview, you know what I'm saying? So now we were just about to keep, you know, keep hitting them over the head. But, you know, we definitely had to had to start it off right with the GOAT, you know what I'm saying? My opinion, you know what I'm saying? You my GOAT, you know what I'm saying? Y'all can holler at me if you feel different, you know what I'm saying? But my GOAT, you know, we finally got my GOAT in the building. So I love you. I appreciate you. I'm happy for you. You know, I've been observing you for years, watching you. Don't think I'm never not watching, you know what I'm saying? You've been doing your thing, so... Blessings, brother. Keep evolving. Keep growing. You know what I'm saying? You look good. You know what I'm saying? I told you, get some juices and berries, though. Get some juices and berries. But you look good, though, baby. I love you, man. <laughs> I love you, too, my brother. You know what it is, man. Already. Anything for y'all. I can't wait to, you know what I'm saying, really embrace y'all and being y'all's presence. I can really pass on this energy, man. Miss the hell out of y'all, man. I'm proud of y'all. I'll stay blessed for real, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get your number. I ain't got your number yet, but you know what I'm saying. I, you know I'm accessible, man. Y'all know what it is. I ain't hiding from y'all, man. I want to stay in the loop, stay in contact with y'all. I want to know how your family doing, Lee. You know what I'm saying I want, you know what I'm saying. I want, I want to get caught up on a lot of shit, but. Let's do this. Y'all know my number. Y'all know how to get a hold of me. Y'all know where I'm at. I'm BYB. And saying that's. We, we definitely got to connect like offline like you said just about different business ventures and stuff like that um i think uh like like you said we knocking at that door at 30 so i think it's going to be important for us to tap in to some things that are going to create man, i ain't gonna put me in the 30 count i'm younger than everybody here man you are a year younger than us bro so you right there you a year younger than us right it ain't though it ain't but this what i'm saying is this what i'm saying like we ain't rushing but i'm just saying like this is where we start to tap in and do things that we can build generational wealth for you know what i'm saying like so I want to tap in with you business-wise outside of, you know, offline or whatever the case may be. And shit, who knows? Like we talked about a little bit earlier, maybe we can stream your games, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, that's definitely lit for the city, you know, 
we talked about possibly you co-hosting some things. You know what I'm saying? It could be a, a pleasure of things that we can do, but like, you know, we 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 locked in. She was. Yeah, I'm gonna make sure I send you my 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 math, bruh, so I can lock you in, man, for sure. You do. I mean, I, like I said, I, I might not be home. You know what I'm saying that much, but even if I got five minutes, you know what I'm saying. If I'm in, in your neighborhood or something, man, I'm, I'm trying I'm trying to pull up. For sure, dog. Got you. Right. Uh, yeah, man. For the fans, man, if they got anything they want to ask me, man, please, like. Yeah, where can this social media type of guy? Yeah, where can they contact you, Perry? Yeah, you you yeah. got an IG, but it's they really know of me. But how can they contact me? Shit, yeah. on this on this platform, what you mean? <laughs> <laughs> the gateway right here. <laughs> uh, that got me stepping out of my element. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Yeah. Nah, knockdown cinematics is one of the. Places. I mean, you can get a lot of behind the scenes and inside scoop on things. We're, we're, we're constantly growing that and trying to make that uh, a place of, you know, more marketable and, and, and give you, you know what I'm saying, more inside scoop on my life and things like that. But um, I'm, I'm working on transitioning to, you know what I'm saying, to being more engaged on social media, but it's just. I, I don't know, man. I just, I can't, I've been like this for so long, it's hard to get out of it. Like, yeah. Oh, I just, Perry. can't many people's lives in a way just by, you know, signing a, a, a t-shirt or taking a picture or just sending somebody a ha- happy birthday video and things like that. Like, so it's, you know, I'm learning, man. Y'all know how it is, but we gonna, y'all know I got a good heart. I ain't trying to, you know what I mean, do anybody dirty, try to get over on people. I want to make sure things are done the right way, so. I'm just trying to build that team and get, you know what I'm saying, things done in a professional manner. But ask me anything, man. I ain't got nothing to hide. My life will be in a book one day, I hope. It's definitely the platform, you know what I'm saying? Y'all reach out to us every time. You know, we ask Brad something for you. Yeah. But yeah, man, thank you for joining the Network Podcast. And, Let me see the know. logo. I still ain't seen, I, mean, I, don't, I don't see even nobody background. Yeah, we still working on the backdrop. I said, I want to see it in the interview. We can't. We still get, yeah, we still getting the backdrop. We still getting the backdrop worked on. But the logo is, is done. It's official. Yeah, you haven't seen it yet, like at all? I got it. Yeah, yeah, look at that, John. Yeah, look at look at that, John. Hey, that is, dang, we should have did that, though. We could have put that as our, um, you know, Zoom, you can make a backdrop. We should have put the logo as our backdrop while we sitting here talking to Brett. I didn't know you could do that on here. Man. I didn't know you could do that either. Yeah, yeah you can. Zoom, 
Dre the one having all the corporate meetings on Zoom, daggone. Nah, I don't even say no damn. Damn my ass. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't even think about it until just now, man. I didn't think about <laughs> it. I'm thinking about putting a joint like right here. Yeah. On my wall. Yeah. But I didn't, it didn't even dawn on me that you could, you could really do that. You could add the background to you. And it'll just be like kind of like your green screen behind you. Got you. Uh, That's my fault. It's all good. It's all good. It's the beauty of life. You know what I'm saying? You live and learn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, baby. You live and learn. You live and learn. I'm just happy we got him on, man. You're a hard man to get a hold of. So. Yeah. In his defense, I had the wrong number, so I'ma shoot him a little bit of bail. You know what I'm saying? Cause I'm looking through the thread. I'm telling him on the phone this morning, like man, I'm like man, you would have thought I was like a thirsty crush of his or something. Like oh, all, all, all the texts I'm sitting with is no response. I'm like, dang, bro, I wish you happy birthday. You know, like, I'm like, he that Hollywood? He can't say thank you. I'm like, all right, wait till I see him then, for sure. For sure. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, yeah, man, please, man, let's do this again, man. Can I swear? It's, I feel like it's, it's it's so much more. I want to tell and try to, you know what I mean, get across. Oh, right. 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 Really young ones, man. Really just want to be able to, I mean, I don't care. I don't know how much people really want to know about my story, but, you know what I mean, I just... It was a little bit more easier than I thought. Just you know, what I'm saying reminiscing and shit like that. I, I, like I said, I ain't did this before. You know me, like I don't be rapping with people like that. And, and, and those that do know me, when we do talk shit, y'all know my life. I ain't them. Them ain't questions they gotta ask. You know what I'm saying. So, yeah, it's a little different from those media companies where you, you know what I'm saying, where you sitting down and I can tell you acting camera shot, boy. You know what I'm saying? It's different. It's different with the home team now. He tried to I front on us like that. You know what I'm saying? Even the extras, the jokes, everything, everything. You know what I'm saying? Everything. I, w- I want them. I want them to hear how he be acting Hollywood. I want them to know everything. You know what I'm saying? 
Be, I'd be needing to go in my head and get off the grid sometimes. Just 